eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I am Andy Baskin. Daryl, uh, do you want to read anything, or should we just move on? Let's move on. Want to move on? Nope. Oh, he's sneezing, and... <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> again, the, the water down the wrong pipe effect. Ooh. Oh, let me What tell a great you. sound effect that is to come back to. Oh, I I, uh, apologize, but um, there we go. All right, I think we're okay. Uh, Happy anniversary, Ohio. It's the one-year anniversary of mobile sports betting being legal here in the state. BetQL wants to help you make the most informed bets possible. Get all of today's winners by heading to BetQL.com or download the BetQL app where you can claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan where you can get a bunch of great sportsbook offers. Okay, Daryl. I'm going to go back to something you said about, you know, people questioning whether guys want to be out there or not. Yeah. So I like Daryl, I, I mean, I know from my point of view or from even just any other journalist that I talked to, to that most times when you, especially when you're not in the locker room, that your opinion is going to be based on something that you've been told or heard. Right. And I, I wonder, Daryl, <laughs> so when you say this, let, let's go back to the last segment where you said about Deshaun Watson and, people questioning his intestinal fortitude, right? That's the, well, where does it? Well, I mean, Brady Quinn desire to play. Yeah. Right. And called him a trust fund baby. Like I, which, which by the way, coming from Brady Quinn's extremely rich, but anyway, I digress. Um, But like, I just, I I think that if you're going to criticize a guy, you just like, be fair about it, be factual about it. And, you know, I, I never like questioning players effort. I never like questioning a player's desire. Um, because I, I I just think that that's unfair to to players. So um, here's what I do think is fair: praising someone's effort. Yeah, because that we can all see. Right. And and if somebody does maybe looks like they didn't hustle, 
I guess we can all see that too. Right. But I tend not. I tend not to talk about that. I'd rather praise someone who's going above and beyond than someone who might not be doing what they're doing. Right. But here's the they thing: we, you also don't know the circumstances, right? Correct. Correct. I, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, you know, Miles Garrett played the stretch run with a shoulder injury that he suffered in Denver. Right. And I think he got one sack after that. And that was it down the stretch. Now, give he it- also only had one sack though after he criticized the officials too. Right. Um, but my point is, like the efforts there, he's trying, he's getting held and you know, <laughs> double right. teamed and chipped and, and all those things. I'm not gonna question Miles Garrett's effort. Sure. Under no circumstances. Uh I'll question the results and the fact that we well. You know, holds or no holds, you got one sack and, you know, other guys down the stretch were, you know, still able to to add to their sack totals. Um, but we my point is we don't know the extent of how bad that shoulder was. OK, and that's obviously it's going to come up uh, in uh, uh, it's one of the issues I'm going to raise with Andrew Barry uh, when we visit with him uh, on Monday, because I, I think that that is important context. So. Yeah, if you want to criticize a player, but you we oftentimes don't really know what these players are playing through. And a lot of these guys play with injuries that they don't get addressed until the offseason. I mean, my God, Joel Batonio suffered a high ankle sprain in the playoff game against Houston. By all rights, should not have come back. He still came back. They, they gave him the good painkiller whatever. And he still came back into the game and he played the rest of the game on the high ankle sprain. Um, JC Treader has played with injuries. Uh, Joe Thomas, you know, uh, became legendary for the, the litany of injuries that he uh, played through. So that's why I never like going down the, the player doesn't care. The player isn't trying tropes that get thrown out there. And I think that the media gets real cavalier with those uh, at some time at, at, in some instances. And I think this past season, Deshaun Watson was a victim of that unfairly um, because he was trying to get back as soon as possible from uh, the shoulder injury, the first shoulder injury. Um, So just like I said, you want to rip a guy because you just feel like ripping the guy because you don't like him. That that's on you, and you you have to be responsible for what you say. But um, I I'm not going to question Deshaun's effort and his desire to get back, you know, and and attack this rehab. Kevin Stefanski told us uh, during the week that he he feels that Deshaun is ahead of schedule just because of how uh, he has attacked the rehab, and he anticipates that he, he'll finish ahead of the regular timeline for that. Selling a little. Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Um, but, you know, everything that they're going to do this offseason, Andy, is all about Deshaun Watson. And they started that with the change at offensive coordinator with Alex Van Pelt uh, and, and the team parting ways. And um, that is not a sign of dysfunction. That's not a sign of, you know, the Browns are back to being the Browns and, and things like that. Look, AVP did a good job here for four years. But maybe there's just nothing else for them, Kevin Stefanski and AVP, really to collaborate on, right? I mean, my God, they they worked with nine different quarterbacks. They, they every style known to man. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, sometimes change can be good to give you a, a a fresh sense of things, right? And a fresh right. perspective. I mean, my my interest is well, who's going to call plays? Kevin Stefanski is really good at calling plays, in my opinion. Um, it's not perfect. There's no perfect play calling. And, so, yeah, yeah. And, this is know, a good place to transition, Daryl, because what you're saying, and that gets us into the news of the week, too, that, you know, Alex Van Pelt, the offensive coordinator, uh, was let go this week. And Stump Mitchell, the running back coach, was also let go. And just that was just McCarthy's two. gone, too. Yeah, the tight ends coach, too. So I, I just yeah, – so all three of those things were – why did that happen, Daryl? Why? Well, I, I think a big part of it is, again, just, you know, trying to shake up what they're doing, the, the the run game stalled when Nick Chubb went out, and understandably so. I mean, you know, Nick Chubb to me is a once in a generation. Type is that really player. on the coach? The well, running game stalling is that on the running backs coach? Well, but here's the thing: you you have a young player in Jerome Ford. Let let's be honest about it. Even though he scored a lot of touchdowns, I mean, he was averaged around four yards a carry, and there were a lot of those carries where it was really a, a, a struggle to get much out of those carries and he would make up for that with those 10, 15, 20, 25 yard bursts that we would see. Right. And so that makes that four yards per carry average look a lot better. And if I channel my inner Butch Davis here, well, you know, if we take away those big runs, then the average obviously decreases significantly. So, you know, look, Kevin Stefanski knows better than you, me or fans or anyone else. If he's watching the film and, He's the one that knows the assignments. He knows what the players are supposed to be doing on a given play, where it's the offensive line and the blocking scheme or, you know, what gap that running back was supposed to hit. And, you know, if it's pass coming out of the backfield, what, you know, where that running back is supposed to be, the timing of that and things like that. You know, we don't know those little intimate details that that go in to the game plan and then ultimately the post-game tape evaluation with that. So, um, you know, it's very well possible that there were some inherent issues with uh, the run game that Kevin Stefanski wasn't happy with. I mean, T.C. McCartney is the biggest one that puzzles me because David Njoku is he the best season he's ever. Yeah. You know? But here's the thing. Harrison Bryant, we haven't seen a lot of growth from him in recent years. Right. Uh, and, and other players at that particular position. So, um, you know, a lot goes into these decisions. But, 
you know, they'll go ahead and, you know, replace these guys. They'll get a new offensive coordinator. We'll see what type of coordinator we're going to get. Is it Alex Van Pelt 2.0 where Kevin is. Wait, are, but are we getting plays? a play caller? Like I, just yeah. to even to, to change this whole thing. Are we getting someone in there that's going to start calling plays? We're, we're not getting Bill O'Brien. He's uh, no, he's in Columbus. That's there why I'm wearing, that's why I'm wearing my Ohio state sweatshirt today. Is if I'm, you are watching I'm, on YouTube. Yes. Uh, if you're not I'm, watching on YouTube, he's wearing an Ohio state sweatshirt. Yes. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating uh, that Ryan day is no longer calling plays for the Ohio state Buckeyes. Uh, <laughs> I wish he wasn't coaching yet, the team, but that's a different discussion. Anyway, yet so, Urban Meyer thought he was good enough to call plays. Yeah, I know. Um, it's a little different though when you're having the multitask there. I don't know that Ryan Day is a good multitasker, Andy. Uh, we do know he's not good at beating Michigan, and he's not good at winning college football playoff games. Anyway, so this isn't this is not the Sons of the Shoe podcast. This is it's always game day in Cleveland. If you're going to bring it up, hang on though, because we had a great conversation about this, and we're going to spend 30 <laughs> seconds on it, right? So not only did Ohio State upgrade at offensive coordinator, because I think bringing in Bill O'Brien was a great idea. And, you know, I think it was Doug Maurice that was on your show this morning, right, that said Ohio State can't be a proving ground. Well, for it was a guy. his podcast. We were using clips. Oh, it was off his podcast. podcast. Okay, okay. The, so, the podcast. Okay, so he said that. I thought that was a, a brilliant thing to say because it's true. The bar is so high at Ohio State that you're not bringing someone in who can learn on the job. And maybe that's where Brian Hartline was. Amazing recruiter. Right. but maybe still needed to figure out a little bit more about calling plays. But uh, one of the callers brought this up, and I thought this was an excellent point, that being a head coach is just not only being running the offense, being in charge of the defense, and making sure special teams is going right, but now you've got this fourth level to being a head coach, and that's NIL. Yeah. And so what Ohio State needs is someone that can manage all four, and I, I think they're putting themselves in a position to have someone that can oversee everything. And look, if he needs to overrun or come up with a, a better decision than Jim O'Brien is on offense, you better believe Ryan Day is going to say, I want to pass here. I want to run. And right. it's going to overrule you know, O'Brien. I just O'Brien just has so much experience. I think Ohio State's in a good spot on offense and defense. And hopefully you've got a head coach that can oversee everything on that. Yeah, okay, and, and now we'll finish your bronze point. Sorry and and we'll see if Kevin Stefanski takes that, right. that path when he hires the offensive coordinator, look, if he, if they hire a, a, a position coach, then we know that that's not what they're doing. Right. You're not, you're not hiring a position coach as an offensive coordinator. So they can come in and call plays. That just, I, I gotta be honest. Fun. I wouldn't want to be an offensive coordinator that doesn't call plays. Why yeah. would you even want, I mean, I understand it's a great opportunity to be in right. that spot. Let's come back Daryl. We'll talk more about this and we're going to hop into the NFL playoffs for this weekend. We'll give you our predictions. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. 